Congress often seems reluctant to apply to itself the norms and standards it expects of federal agencies, particularly when it comes to personnel matters. My next guest argues it's time for Congress to provide better whistleblower protections to its own staff. Rebecca Jones is policy counsel at the Project on Government Oversight, and she joins me now. Ms. Jones, good to have you on. Thanks for having me. What is the situation with respect to whistleblowers on Capitol Hill? In a federal agency, you blow the whistle to your agency head or to someone above your rank. Does this happen much on Capitol Hill in the first place? Right. So like you were saying, in the executive branch, employees have different options in statute. So they can go to their supervisor, they can go to an inspector general, they can go to the office of special counsel. But on the Hill, not so much. And that's concerning to us. Uh, These employees are poised to know more about what goes on in congressional offices than anyone else. So the idea that we're not protecting them is of great concern. How many cases do you think, you know, not necessarily a number, but are there daily, monthly? Is there some level of whistleblowing that that is attempted in Congress? Well, it's hard to say because there's no protected outlet for them to go to. So unlike the Office of Special Counsel and the Executive Branch, where we know how many cases are being reported, on Capitol Hill, we, we have no idea how many people aren't coming forward because they don't have these protections. But, I mean, you have to consider how many would be coming forward. I mean, there's 30,000 employees in the, the legislative branch. How many of those would be coming forward if they had uh, real protection? And these 30,000, most of them work for either a member of the Senate or the House, or they work for one of the committees. In some sense, they don't work for the Congress so much as they work for, I guess you might call it a confederation of very small businesses. Does that affect the whole situation? Yeah. You know, there are allegiances to individual members. And I think that's part of the problem um, is that there's a a culture of, you know, don't upset the apple cart, don't betray the member, um, don't betray committee leadership. So I think that actually is part of the problem. Now, the Office of Congressional Workplace Rights, formerly the Office of Compliance, what does it have to say about this issue of whistleblower protections? Because it does provide protections for other forms of discrimination, such as sexual harassment or assault that happen on Capitol Hill. Sure. Yeah, so the newly named Office of Congressional Workplace Rights, um, which just changed under the Congressional Accountability Act of 1995 Reform Act uh, at the end of last Congress, um, they oversee and accept complaints from congressional staff um, for for different protections that are already in the private sector. So the Civil Rights Act, certain OSHA complaints, they can look into, investigate, and take complaints for those rights, but not for whistleblower protection rights. And actually, they go to Congress regularly and make recommendations on what should be protected, and they've recommended more than any other recommendation in the past 10 years to extend whistleblower protection rights to congressional employees. We're speaking with Rebecca Jones, policy counsel at the Project on Government Oversight. And is it possible to imagine the types of things that a whistleblower might call out on on the Hill that are not already in the categories covered by the Office of Congressional Workplace Rights? I mean, what are the types of things that might go on that need the whistle blown on them? Lately, when people have been thinking about what staffers would be blowing the whistle on is sexual harassment rights, right? Um, But there's so much more to whistleblowing than just sexual harassment, which is in itself, of course, blowing the whistle. But for Title V, which are the rights that apply to the executive branch, it's any violation of a law, rule, regulation, uh, gross mismanagement, gross waste of funds, abuse of authority, um, or, or dangers to public health and safety. 
So it really is a broad range of issues that a whistleblower could be disclosing on. You know, anywhere from a member of Congress paying way too much for office equipment or a member of Congress abusing staff in some way. Um, it they really can could blow the whistle on violations of public trust, but we're just not giving them that right. In the case of a federal agency, you blow the whistle to your boss or to your boss's boss, and it can go up the chain, and then, of course, there's possible retaliation. Who do you blow the whistle to if you are trying to blow the whistle on something that a member of Congress has done? That's the problem, right, is that there really is no forum for this. The ethics committees can look into ethical violations, but there's no protection for the person making the disclosure. Um, and there, there really is a culture of retaliation and against employees that do come forward on Capitol Hill. So that's that's part of the problem we're seeing is there there's no official outlet for this, first of all. Um, there's nothing in law saying if a congressional employee comes forward with a gross waste of taxpayer dollars, that they're going to get any protection for doing that, um, which just isn't right. So from POGO's standpoint, the Project on Government Oversight, what would the architecture of whistleblower program look like on Capitol Hill? So I think that's a tricky question, and I think that's one of the reasons that Congress hasn't moved on this yet, aside from, you know, not being ready to hold themselves to the same standards that they hold, you know, those in the private sector and in the executive branch. It's a tricky question. The Office of Compliance, now the Office of Congressional Workplace Rights that you were talking about, um, has worked, I believe, with Senator Grassley in the past to come up with um, sort of a a modified uh, reporting system in that office, um, which would give them some more investigative rights and I believe would allow them to prosecute cases before a board. But it's going to take some hard work um, to figure out the actual ins and outs. It's going to be a bit of an academic pursuit, but it is it would be so worth it and it's so needed. I guess the real question or the larger question here is to whom are members of Congress accountable in terms of what you would normally expect from public service employees having as responsibility? Right. I mean, at the end of the day, they're accountable to the American people, right? But we don't want that to have to be reported on through news outlets. We don't want it to get to that stage. So that's why whistleblowers are so important. They're the first people to be able to report on these kinds of things and prevent these mass amounts of waste, fraud, and abuse. So while members of Congress are accountable to the public, it it shouldn't take that level of work or abuse to get there. There should really be a process before public shaming um, that can, can bring some accountability to bad actors. So, for example, in the case of misspending public money on office equipment, there might be some kind of a procurement oversight. I mean, there is a procurement function within Congress, but that's for common things that the individual members wouldn't buy or touch on their own. But maybe there should be some kind of a rule clearinghouse for for financial matters, for example. Is that, would that be a good case in point? Sure. I mean, there are the, the congressional ethics committees, of course, that can uh, and do investigate these things. But I think giving a real forum for whistleblowers could prevent the kind of harms and damages. You know, So even if a member of Congress was considering doing something and a staffer knew about it and reported on it, that office could prevent the behavior before taxpayer dollars are being wasted. And is there any gambit right now going on that would enable this 
whistleblower protection type of program. I know we've mentioned that the Office of Congressional Workplace Rights has proposed it. Anything legislatively in the works now that looks anything like it? Um, Not that I know of for this Congress yet. In the past, um, these kind of protections have been introduced in almost every Congress, I think, since 2009. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised to see it again this year. Um, But in the past, uh, Congress has just been, you know, hesitant to move on it. Rebecca Jones is policy counsel at the Project on Government Oversight. Thanks so much. Thanks. My pleasure. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.